Cambridge City 3, Dunstable Town 3. From 2-0 up, City, we went 3-2 down and then got a, an equaliser right at the end. But that really isn't one point game, that is two lost. Yeah, I'd uh, definitely agree with that, Phil. Um, you know, from being 2-0 up and creating lots of chances, I think, you know, it's really frustrating sitting here and, you know, having drawn a game that we allowed a team to get back in. Um, you know, we thought we'd turn the corner with giving away sloppy goals and, and today all three goals were, were very sloppy from our point of view. You know, they... You know the boys in there are, are absolutely, you know, disappointed with you know two sort of ten-minute periods of play really, um, where we switched off and and allowed Dunstable to get in, into the game and get a bit of a rhythm and and cause us a few problems. You know they they got a, a good front three. Um, they play a, an effective system that gets people forward and and you know and we caught them. On numerous occasions, you know, when they gave the ball away and we countered quick, and you know, we we should have put the game to bed at two 0 um, But you know, their keepers pulled off one or two good saves. Um, so, you know, but at two one, again, we come out second half and weathered a little bit of a storm towards the end of the first half when they scored. And yeah, you know, I thought second half we we came out and again the same sort of energy and tempo from the first sort of 15 20 minutes and. Look, we've we've put numerous balls in the box. We've had numerous chances, and look, we haven't managed to get the third. And then again, we've switched off in a five-minute spell, and we find ourselves three-two down. Which, you know, both of those goals are, are very disappointing. Um, certainly from a defensive point of view, you know, we haven't haven't got tight enough to the ball. We've allowed players to run off us. Um, you know, third one's a bit of a, a luck, you know, lucky deflection off the post and in. So, look, it's it's disappointing. Um, but credit to the lads, you know, to go 3-2 down and, and having been 2-0 up, you know, a great header from Keanu to make it 3-0. And, and I thought we nearly nicked it at the end there. You know, Adams had a, a good shot. And, you know, it's one of those days. You know, we've uh, it's been a little bit of a story of the season so far. You know, we've created numerous chances on on lots of occasions. And, and today we've done the same and we just haven't been able to, to kill Dunstable off. And... You know, you always run the risk, and when you switch off and players don't track runners and, and allow people to run in behind, then you always allow yourself to put yourself in that position of, you know, there's a threat, and, and they have got a threat. So, you know, it's it's like you say, it's two dropped, um, but it's three games now where we're unbeaten. Um, so it's a positive from that, um, and it was a positive that, you know, three two down, we've we've come back and and salvaged a point and. You know, I, I thought we might have had a penalty late on as well. You know, the handball, but it's one of those things. It's if he sees it, he probably gives it, but he says he hasn't seen it, so it's a it's a frustrating one. But look, we've got a point, and yeah, we've we've got Harvey Bullen, who's done really well at, at Newmarket on the pitch. Got Lucas, a taste of what what we're about. So you know, we we're moving in the right direction. I know. You know, defensively today it was back to where we have been, but I think you know some of the football we played certainly first half and in period second half I thought was good. And like I say, the group are still predominantly quite a young group, um, and we're going to have games where you know, like 
we controlled it for majority and, and, and we switch off. But, you know, they as long as they learn from that and, and we take that forward, then, you know, there'll be some good things from this group. And it wasn't just a penalty appeal for the handball. There was a particularly strong penalty appeal when, penalty appeal when Josh was fouled. Well, possibly fouled. Yeah, look, I, refereeing's a tough job and I'm not going to sit here and criticise referees because it is tough. They get a split second to see it like we all do and, and everyone has a different interpretation of it. So, look, I... I don't know. We we create enough chances ourselves to to win the game, to to not worry about what the referee's doing, and you know. And I think I would question the amount of bookings because I don't think it was a dirty game. And I think there was something like eight or nine bookings, and I think you know really was there a bad tackle? And I'm, other than the the sending off, which I think you know that in my day it was a probably yellow card, but it, it's it's changing of the times, and you know so. I'd probably say the lad was harsh done by if you you know he's he's stopping our lad from <laughs> from sort of effectively getting into their half and you know it's a sort of a cynical foul but the referee's deemed it as a, a dangerous foul so look it's the referee's job's tough so you know but we had enough chances to win the game and there was a change at the back before the game you brought in Mikey Davis for, for Seb was that a tactical thing or was or Seb got an injury uh, Seb's got a tight hamstring. So we didn't want to put that under any pressure. You know, cold day, pitch is a little bit heavy. Um, so we didn't want to, you know, it's another week now where he's not got a game. So it gives him sort of a two-week period um, to, to get over that. And hopefully he'll be fit and raring to go next Saturday at Aylesbury. Um But Mikey, you know, Mikey's predominantly a left-back. So I thought he did, did okay in there today. Um, you know, he's played predominantly left-wing for the majority of time being here. But... We know he can fill in at that, that area of the pitch as well. So, you know, there were some good performances out there today. You know, I thought Josh led the line well. Joel and Nathan were threats. Adam and Josh, you know, when they got on the ball, looked good. So, yeah, lots of positive. I know we've, we've, we've drawn a game and we're disappointed that we've conceded three goals. But, you know, we, we need to look at the bigger picture. And, and, you know, this is a new group still. And... You know they'll learn from from these these little dips in form and and little disappointments. So, you know it's all good. We go on to next Saturday and hopefully we can get a positive result. And the squad's looking a lot a lot more balanced now, I think, and especially with Lucas coming in and giving us another option up front. How much of him have you have you seen? We've seen him for about six weeks now in training. Um, he's he's shone really well in training. He's he's looked a good finisher. Um, he works hard. He's a he's a willing runner. Um, and he, he enjoys his football. So, look, he he hasn't played an awful lot of football. So, you know, it's it's a matter of getting him bits of bits of football as we can. You know, he's, he's we tried to get him on today a bit earlier, but you know the game was very evenly poised. And, and then it's just you know you three two down. Let's see what you got. And and he worked really hard. And he, he put himself in in and around it. And you know, a couple of bounces in the box didn't quite fall for him, but. Yeah, he's a good finisher and we've seen that in training and you know, hopefully the fans and, and the people around the club will see that it'll be a good signing, hopefully. Hopefully so. And finally, a, a guest question for the first time. Glenn was particularly interested to know what your thinking was regarding taking Nathan off because he felt that Nathan was a, was quite a threat today. Nathan, um, you know, he, because of how he plays and he's, he's a, a very effective runner with the ball, we have to look after people, you know. Nathan's missed a lot of football with hamstring strains and, and things like that, and he he was just sort of not quite 
five minutes before we brought him off, he was just not quite. He had that run and he brought down, and he just weren't quite at his. You know, he was out of position a few times, and I just think he got tired. And we just thought, well, look, fresh legs, you know. And, and Nathan can't run and run and run like he does for 90 minutes. Otherwise, you know, I don't think he'd be at our level if he could do it consistently for 90 minutes. So we have to look after people. Um, you know, I get it. It's Nathan is a threat, but. Nathan's a threat when he's at full throttle and like he was for, for most of the time he's on the pitch he was a threat but we have to look after him because we can't afford to miss Nathan for four, six, eight weeks um, so that's the thinking behind it you know Joel was another one he's you know, hasn't played a lot of football lately like Nathan and you have to look after these boys especially the you know it's cold it, it, pitch is heavy you know it's We've got a squad of players now where, you know, whoever comes on will do a job. And, you know, grateful for opinions and people's views. And, you know, it's, it's nice that they have those opinions and views. So, yeah, that's that's the reasoning behind it. All right, thank you so much, Robbie. Cheers, Phil.